Welcome to episode 42 of the Left Behind Game Club. This week, we play through episode 5 of Hitman. The team drops to Colorado. This is part 6 of our Hitman series, so if you haven't listened to the other 5 parts, you may want to jump back to those first. A quick technical note, Mike's microphone had a slight issue for the first 10 minutes of this podcast. Uh, We tried our best to fix it, but you will notice a slight dip in quality that fixes itself at about the 10 minute mark. If you love the show, send it to a friend, or you can send them to our Discord. Find those details at leftbehindgame.club, or you can also find details about our social media, including our Instagram and our Twitter. Now, the Hitman hierarchy of the Left Behind Game Club finally got shook up, and Mo showed off his next-level techniques, including killing two characters at once. And then she's upset. She's like, oh, that was terrible. You guys have to be way faster. But homeboy, the CEO exec, Sean Rose, he's like, what are you talking about? Your point man was spotless because my time was quick. <laughs> so he's like, this is fine. And he gets in position of the Ram too. No way. No, no way. way. If you wait like five seconds while she's like ripping you out and say, he's terrible. He's like, no, he's fine. He goes in there, press the button. Two targets killed at once. Wow. Oh my God. Two birds with one battery. I'll make ram. it even better. <laughs> 10 seconds before I press the button, unnoticed kill, the pill kills Penelope. No, no way. So literally, so I get that, and then I like I press the button, two kills at once, only one guy with a mask on, game over. Come on, let's go. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Jacob McCourt, and today I have three friends with me. They're all sitting in the same room, so let's start first with Michael Ruffalo. I'm excited to talk about a great episode. Me too. Start with our other friend who's joining us in the room, Mo Murtadi. I'm in live. I'm in person. Mo Murtadi here. Let's go. And for the first time in our Hitman series, multiple-time guest host on the Left Behind Game Club, Kevin Rayburn. Thanks for having me. It's so good to have you back. Always a pleasure to have Mr. Kevin. And today we're talking about the fifth episode of the Hitman series. This is Colorado. If you have not listened to our Hitman series thus far, please go back. We have five episodes that precede this one. Listen to those. Come back to this. And now we'll enjoy a briefing. We have a lead on the shadow client. ICA White Hats have traced the anonymous data received by our clients to one Olivia Hall, brilliant young hacktivist and suspect in a dozen cases of cyber vandalism. Using onion routing with state-of-the-art encryption, Hall went to a lot of trouble to stay untraceable. She is good, but we are better. Her digital trail has led us to a remote farm in Colorado, where satellite footage has revealed what appears to be the training camp for a private militia, led by an already registered target, Sean Rose, Australian environmental terrorist and explosives expert, wanted for a series of public bombings. Rose was spotted near the scene of Thomas Cross's kidnapping, which makes him our prime suspect for the shadow client. Spurred by Eric Soders, the ICA board of directors has asked us to infiltrate the farm and eliminate Sean Rose, along with three other prominent militia members. Ezra Berg, retired Mossad interrogator. Penelope Graves, former Interpol anti-terror analyst. And finally, Maya Parvati, former assassin and gunrunner for the Tamil Tigers. I'll be honest with you, 47. 
I consider Eric Soda's reasoning hasty and ill-advised. Now, we cannot go against the wishes of the board, but we can conduct our own investigation. Whether a direct threat to the ICA or not, we need to know the Shadow Client's true agenda. I will leave you to prepare. And that was our briefing for Colorado. What do y'all think? Is uh, this going to be a tough mission to take on? This was probably, when I first played it, it seemed the most confusing because there's so many guys we have to take out. I have no idea what the storyline is. And once I kind of watched it, this is how I interpreted it as. Welcome, Agent 47. There's four bad guys. Kill them all. And that's it. I have no connection between the two. And the way I look at them as... But Mo, that's every level. Yeah, essentially. But with this one specifically, this is who they are. There's a guy with the crazy mask. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, there's another old dude who seems like a CEO executive. There's one bad lady who's very like military, military, military. And then there's one who's just caught up in all this, but we still got to kill her. That's essentially the four targets we have to take them down. I, yeah. I don't know how you end up just like... You didn't even have to read. You just had to listen and they tell you the story. <laughs> it's just so... It's information overload. This is this person. This is their backstory. Oh, this is who man. killed who. At, at the end of the day, you're Agent 47. You have four targets. Take him down. That's it. That's all I understood. And the, the CEO guy has weird scars on his face. What yeah. CEO guy? Well, uh, Sean Rose. Sean Rose is the guy. CEO I know. He was just the he's most well-dressed. CEO of explosives. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he wore khakis and a dress shirt. He's a CEO. Yeah. And he wasn't wearing a weird mask. <laughs> also, he's he's from Silicon Valley, right? He's got khakis and, and a t-shirt, and he's going to yeah. walk out on stage and say, this is my new line of explosives. Mike, I'm Sean Rose. Mike is going to snap. Mike, who is this guy? Sean Rose is an eco-terrorist, as we just heard in the briefing, <laughs> that we didn't have to read anything on, that our briefer tells us about. <laughs> I don't know... I can't understand where you're like, he's wearing khakis and a polo, because that is not what I found him wearing. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> Are you, you know, this explains how many non-target kills you guys have, because you probably thought, this is Sean Rose wow, <laughs> murdered. Except for me. Yeah. You, everyone knows my score here. So typically what we've been doing is we've been going via the lowest score, which is always me, to the highest score, which is always Mike. But why don't we try something different and shake it up this time? We've got a great guest here. We'll shake it up. Oh, we can shake thanks. it up. We've got a great guest. Oh, we've thanks. got other stories that we want to tell why don't we have someone else apart from me start this one so kevin uh, this is the first time that you've joined us for our hitman series yes um do you want to kind of give us uh, a a briefing on your personal journey with hitman before you start your okay so you asked me to play episode number five got it colorado Uh uh-huh and that's all I played. <laughs> <laughs> what a place to jump in. So so I did the training mission because like I needed to know the controls and all that. And it was pretty fun. You go around the boat. You kill people. It's pretty like straightforward. It gives you like directions on how to do everything. And then I go, okay, well, I need to play Colorado. Actually, before that, I went and I, try, I was like, I'm going to try the first mission. And then... I was just walking around for an hour. And by the first mission, do you mean the final test? Or do you mean... Oh, no, no, Paris. no. no. I did mean the, Paris, Yeah, right? I mean Paris. Okay, I mean Paris. Gotcha. And then I learned about Helmut Kruger and, and a fashion Inter- show. International and then, model extraordinaire. Yeah, and I learned that you couldn't just kill the guy <laughs> and try to take on everyone. Um, well, you can. That's just Jacob's method. Yeah, that's the Jacob method. Literally, yeah. don't do what yeah, I do. Don't do that. I learned you, don't, you can do that. Don't do it. Uh, and then I was like, okay... I'm just going to play the mission that I was set out to play. And so I go in there um, and it's like, you're missing out by not playing the first four. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I don't want to spend my time playing the first four just to get to this one. Uh, even though it probably is better in the long run. Eh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the mechanics are like the same. It just, I think it gets, it's easier initially. So then like the, this one is it kind ramps of, up in difficulty. Yeah. I found this 
this mission to be the toughest in the whole game. I can see that. Yeah. So, um, I can, yeah, I can relate to that because you start just like hiding outside of the, the main base. The compound. Yeah. And then there's just like a window to jump through. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll jump through this window. And then you find a coin and you're like, okay, flick the coin and they come over. And I had the most trouble hiding that first initial guy. I don't know if you guys all jumped in through that window. Well, who did you who did you try and go for first? Because I think like there's four targets here, and there's different ways that you can take it on. Yeah, right? what was your strategy? Yeah, so uh, my strategy was let's get in and look around and just maybe find people who are isolated. And, you know... See what opportunities arise. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So... Because this is the first mission where you're kind of dropped in hostile territory, and you immediately have to find a disguise, yeah. or else you're going to get made, and it's going to be bad. Yeah. So I jumped through the window that was directly in front of you. I flicked the coin. A guy came over. I knocked him out. There was no place to put him, so I just left, like, a naked body just <laughs> in, in a shed. But it took me about three tries to get that, because his friend kept seeing me drag his, his body... <laughs> Uh, because I wasn't really good at dragging, um, and that comes up later. Uh, I accidentally, yeah, never mind. I'll tell it later. Um, <laughs> and so I get his uniform and I get in, and so I'm just walking around. Just I. Find. What was his uniform? Like just oh my was goodness. he a guard? Was he a soldier? What was there are so many uniforms in this one that I can't keep track okay. of what their names were. Yeah, and that's the craziest thing about this one. And the reason why you jumped into it, it's probably the most chaotic. So many different types of guards and soldiers, and like, like if you could be wearing like a soldier's uniform, you're like, oh, this guy's sick. But there'll be three locations in the map that you can't enter because you mm-hmm. have the wrong soldier. Yeah, so it's super confusing. So I think. If you did go th- straight through, you might have gotten like the demolition soldier's uniform. No, because that was one of the the info. Th- I know what that one looks like. It was yeah. just like a general kind of. I think he was wearing flannel and he had like a gun. General on his back. security. Yeah, 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 yeah. Outdoor general security. Yep. Then yeah, the people like, who were patrolling the outdoors. Yeah, exactly. And so I went in, and then I was just walking around where I could walk around, and I found um, Ezra's little little uh, shed. Like it was oh his laboratory yeah yeah you know what I'm gonna jump in here because we should set up a little bit of like the entire map so we can like know where we are so when you walk in where Kevin was there's like a, a there's almost like a shooting ground area where there's like explosives going off yeah that's area I guess one we'll call then there's a giant barn where they're kind of simulating like a kind of like a ambush car accident yeah they're doing area. military exercises yeah. in there that's another area because they're kind about of to go down. after the finance minister of Mexico yeah and then the other one of the other main areas is the giant house which has like a bunch of like IT guys in the upper floor high security yeah, yeah. and that's the one that's the hardest to get into the entire place is patrolled by different types of security or so you think and besides that place the other is like a giant open outdoor kind of like um there's like a greenhouse area there's a it's, and where like a bunch of like mechanics are kind of hanging out and the entire area is a place where they're all planning for like terrorist attacks um so the mission's designed in rings so there's an outside ring where you get the lowest security and then you can move further and further in. And then there are little pockets in the center, like you said. Yeah. So I initially started on that outside ring, as I'm assuming everyone did. Yeah. And then I went to Ezra's uh, little lab, I guess, because I heard something about um, poisoning cigarettes. Um, and so I had to get the poison from them, from the, the lab. And so there's two guards 
guarding it. One was inside, one was outside. They were talking to each other through a, a window. Yes. I lured one away, killed him, put him in the little uh, uh, basket, which I found out pretty quickly um, baskets can only hold two people. <laughs> <laughs> and You thought it was and, a clown car basket. And Yeah, and... My mission from then on was to fill every basket with two people. <laughs> Fun little fact. So the place where you're at, the little area where Ezra's kind of hanging out, his little, yeah. his little lab shed, those two guys that are talking to each other, if you don't kill them for a while, they get into like conversations. Yeah. I don't know if you guys got to the conversation when they're like... Conspiracy theory? No, not even that. No? They go, hey, uh, have you seen what's going on with that uh, presidential candidate? You know, the guy with the funny hair. You know, I just love the way he speaks. You know, he's very direct. He's so honest, too. <laughs> and they keep going on. Like, that's talking hilarious. To, yeah, like, he's so honest and trustworthy and truthful. Like, I, I don't know why. And that's they keep talking about it. So it's pretty cool. And this was in... When was this game released? 2016. 2016. Oh, okay. So that's Developed kind of, probably up until 2015. Yeah, so like they, he, they, just, they just kept sense, kind yeah. of... On. It was just funny the way they're like, you know, the guy with the funny hair indirectly talking about what's going on. I yeah. love the banter in this game as a whole, but there was so much good banter that in one, this mission between yeah. guards. That one, like as soon as it caught me, I'm like, wait, are they talking about? And then he says the guy with the funny hair. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like I like listened to them talk a bit because I didn't know what to do. They didn't know who I was. They didn't have a dot above their head or anything. Um, and so like I turned off the fuse box a couple yep. times and and just I don't know I I didn't know what I was doing so I just kind of I ended up knocking them both out um, <laughs> putting them in that thing and then had access to his shed and I got the poison and then eventually like time ran out on that that um opportunity opportunity so I was like well I don't know what to do because I was like trying so hard to to trigger his OCD or whatever. And like, it wasn't working. And so I, I looked at a walkthrough. Wait, who's OCD? Sean Rose. Sean Rose. Ah. Mm-hmm. So, so Sean Rose was your first target then. Uh, yeah, that's the first opportunity I ran into. Gotcha. And then, uh, I looked at a walkthrough and then like they were doing it, but no one was around. I'm like, well, it would be easy if there was nobody in the level. So then I scrapped looking at walkthroughs cause it seemed like all of them online where the the level was complete, like they probably just knocked out everyone and then just did everything. <laughs> because that's the easiest way to win Hitman is knock out every single other person so you have free reign on the level. Yeah, because he was just running around and no one was around him. I'm <laughs> like, well, I can't do that, so I'm going to have to find a different way to do this. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. Like, if you played from the very beginning too, you'd find like a little finesse or yeah. you can kind of knock everyone out the Jacob method or go super finesse the Mike method. Knock them out. Yeah. You mean murder. Yeah, murder. Murder whole sloths of people. Handcraft some kills yeah. and make it happen. And, and there's no real like... Well, there is walkthroughs to show you how to play it in whoever's method, but the best way with this game is like finding your own method, and it just naturally comes. Like it's it's easy, but it takes time, and you have to have mm-hmm. that time to kind of put it in. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So I didn't go that route. I went. Uh, I went around. I I I knocked out a couple more people. Changed uniforms. I established a base where I kept all my uniforms. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Um, you, you know that there was like a... It was your closet, you could say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there on the left-hand side of the map, um, near the water tower, uh, there was this base where where two two men were, like, had their faces covered. Yep. Um, and there was a bathroom in there. Yep. That's where I kept everything. No way. <laughs> yeah. And there was some... There was already a uniform there. 
Yes, and on, so, on the floor between bunk beds. Yeah, exactly. So I I just established that as my base. I, I put pretty much all the the uniforms I need there. And then um, I was like, okay, let's go on to the next opportunity because apparently the opportunities are going to be the way to do it because you can't just kill someone, which I've tried in the first level. Um <laughs> I mean, you can, but like you get no no score from it. Like you yeah. just you, you can kill them if you see them. You can shoot them in the head right then and there. Yeah, but, but then everyone starts shooting you. And yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the opportunities make it easier for you to take them out. But yeah, you they can. set up the handcrafted kills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then the first opportunity I like took serious was it was for um, uh, his watch. Uh, he was making a battery that explodes, and he happened to be wearing, wearing the, the same, same watch. watch. What a coincidence. <laughs> it was so crazy. Well, like, what irony. Yeah, why would you wear the same watch that you're going to make blow it's up? It's a fashionable watch. I mean, he's uh, yeah. a Silicon Valley bomb boy. CEO, and he likes, yeah. He loves good watches. All the other CEOs are wearing them. Why can't I? What do men that have a lot of money do with their money? They buy cars and watches, right? So Sure. So, <laughs> so I... <laughs> So then I um, I go and put different uniforms on and try to get into the main house and eventually one works. And so I go upstairs and there's a bunch of hackers there and this took me the longest time and I finally realized uh, the value of saving. Because <laughs> so I saved, I saved it when I was like in the little hacker den upstairs and then I went to a, a room at the back of the house and there was a hacker and a... Um, a security guard just sitting watching TV. And so I tried about four or five times to just lure the hacker. You were just yelling Kobe with the coins. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a little monkey there too. I turned on and the hacker came by, but it was hard to just like kill him without anyone noticing. Eventually I finally got it like perfect timing. I I got the I knocked out the hacker, took his uniform, and I knocked out the other guy, the security guard, and both stuffed them into like a, a children's closet. <laughs> and then I realized the the most important thing I've learned in this level: hackers can go anywhere. Oh, really? Can they really? No one cares really? about hackers. They call them nerd and all that, which is funny because it's like i could steal your credit card information like <laughs> tonight <laughs> exactly like don't make fun of the in some people had like respect for the hackers and they're just like yeah go ahead like you're really you're the brains so of the nerd is, the, the the hacker is the like ultimate uniform here super user i think so like they have root access so you <laughs> you can't you can't like the other hackers will know who you are but they're only Upstairs in the house, right? And that house is the most secure too, which makes sense. Like if you can get into that house, you can wow. probably get into anywhere else. Wow. Yeah. So like the only restricted area for them was inside the office, which was restricted for everyone, at least I think, for most people, unless you were Sean Rose. <laughs> Mike's and, just smirking over there. I'm sure he has a great story. And so wait. I was just running around as the hacker. Just I brought that costume back to my home base and, and just kept. Um, yeah, just so you've gone everywhere, you've gotten a thousand costumes, but you have not taken out any targets. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> so then, so then, just uh, just a, a small spoiler. Anyone want to guess what Kevin's runtime was for this mission? Two hours, hour and a half. <laughs> Do you know? Well, I mean, I had to, I had to stop and then pick it up again. Uh huh. Yeah, like most day. people. Uh huh. Yeah. So I'm gonna say 
three and a half hours. <laughs> Your runtime one was one hour and forty minutes. Oh, okay. So then maybe it probably felt way longer. I probably restarted this uh, three times. Yep. Okay, three times. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe one time. Also, the, the thing that I love about your story so far is once you complete this mission, you realize that the the big bad throughout the game is watching Agent 47 go through the compound and escape. And so in my narrative, I'm imagining this guy watch Agent 47 walk into a bathroom with one outfit, come out with another, <laughs> and then go back into that bathroom and come out with another. Yeah. And just constantly through this rotating... He's making a montage yeah. that has like the, the sound in the background. It's like He's a clown car. Out posing every time <laughs> it's like a clown car of a bathroom We've got benny yeah. hill going again here yeah. we go uh, all right so then the hacker goes everywhere he finds uh you go and find you swap or you get the battery that blows up and then you go into sean rose's office apparently he wasn't there he's just walking around you put the battery into uh his watch oh you know what you do you wait in the closet and that was that probably added to my um, um, hour forty minutes. I was waiting in that closet for a long time because he was at the opposite end. You were of just the, role playing as R. Kelly. Oh boy! I I don't I I do not allegedly I guess I uh, don't want to get sued, <laughs> and I don't know what happened with R. Kelly to to but comment on the situation. He has, a, <laughs> yeah. he has a song, and it's called "Trapped in the Closet." Oh, so okay. don't worry. Okay, we're not okay. getting to that. All right, stuff. right, right. So then he was opposite end of the map. You're in the clear. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so he he walked. He finally, after like. 10 minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> well done, Chief. <laughs> you just clicked on my joke. Like, I'm like, yeah. why is everyone laughing? I'm like, oh. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay. Anyways. So you, you blew him up with the watch. Yeah, he comes in. I replace his watch while he goes to the bathroom and washes his hands because he has OCD. He always washes his hands. And um, then, like, I walk out. I send him an email with a hacker's phone saying, boom, which was cleverly. Uh, like the subject line was boom, and then he blew up. <laughs> he blew up, uh, and then they just like they're like, "Oh, it was an accident. We're not going to blame anyone for this," which was kind of funny because like if you're like a, an important man in like a like an organization that just is evil, you would think they would look more <laughs> more into like accidental death, Uh-oh. and they're just like, eh. Uh, business as usual. We'll just find <laughs> we have we have a succession succession plan for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, keep going. And then after I completed one of those things, I was like, "Well, this is really easy." Um, <laughs> after I spent three hours on this map, it's fine. It's yeah. Easy. So the first kill took me the longest, and then after that, it was just like, like one after another. I just went and and killed the target. So I went and uh, did the. Because I was storing him in the the um, a point man's base, uh, there was a point man named Burgess who hurt his toe or something, stubbed it on a coffee table. I don't know, battering ram or something. And so I dressed up as one of the point men because there was a uniform in my in my uh, uh, home base. Oh, you had already taken out that guy. Well, well, I mean, every time I changed uniforms in my home base, they both looked at me like, "What are you doing?" And so I was like, I got to take out you you guys too. I'm sorry. 
add to my collection. Gotcha. I overflowed the sink. I knocked him out. And then the other guy came in and looked at him. He's like, well, there's a body here. And I knocked him out. And so I hid them in the bathroom. No one was going in there because I knocked out everyone who was going into the bathroom in the first place. I love that you didn't even hide them in baskets or dumpsters or anything. You're just like, I'm just going to hide them in a room where no one could possibly walk by. In that base, there is nowhere to hide them. Um, well, I didn't find anyone. Cause I'm kind of a spoiler of what I did. But once you killed the point man, it's like, okay, if you, if you killed him in the bathroom, there's nowhere, yeah. to, nowhere to put him. Well, I mean, if you go outside, yeah. I think a little bit, there's a, a basket to hide him. Yeah. yeah. But okay, there's yeah, people yeah. who walk around there and you don't really yeah. want to time it because you can just hide him in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I turn into a point man. I go to this like training session about what we're going to do to take the papers from or the documents from this one guy. With Maya Parvati. Yeah, exactly. With the, with this Maya Parvati. A and Tamil tiger. Yeah, and so I go in, listen to a briefing. She tells me what to do. Go up, shoot people, take the documents, go over, press the red button. So I'm like, sweet. Go over to the desk with a bunch of guns, pick up a gun, go to my spot that it says, and then it's like, okay, we're going to start the drill. And then, bam, I get hit by the battering ram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, like, why did you tell me to stand here if I was going to get hit by the battering ram? So just to f- add a little bit to that, the battering ram is to simulate... A limousine getting hit by a car. So what they're doing is they have a little giant simulation where they have a limousine with like dummies and sitting inside of it. And they say, you go into the simulation. We're going to simulate the attack we're going to do. Battering ram hits. You have to shoot down the stuffed dummies and then proceed from there. So he got into position and he got using the way, I guess, of the battering ram. That <laughs> yeah. was supposed to be clear. Yeah, because it's like you died. I'm like, what did I get hit by? And then the thing, <laughs> it was stuck on me and then it just rammed into the car after. I'm like... Oh, okay. I'll just stand more to the right. So I went, did all that again, probably added to my time, uh, came back out and then like did it, got the documents, hit the button. Then Maya comes over and is like, you guys are awful. You should shoot better and get the documents quicker. Um, And like when that happens, it's like you got to disable this. Uh, safety feature and then press the button. Yeah. My whole big issue was you actually have to get, I forget, I think the crowbar to actually open the door and it took me forever to realize like, oh, I need a crowbar to open this door and get yeah. the documents. But there's crowbars everywhere. But the there's thing- one on the table with all the weapons and there's one on top of the limousine. Yeah. Why is there one on top of the limousine? Because this is supposed it's a to be training practice. Drill. <laughs> well, it's not going to be yeah. there in real life. We're talking about practice. Practice like you play. We're talking about practice. Well, here's, here's the thing. You've done like this simulation before. This is like another run through of it. So okay. like, Okay. You might have already cracked it open and left it on there, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. Most smart. All right, so eventually I try to, like, disable it. They look at me like, what are you doing? And then they start shooting me. And so before I even start the thing again, I go, I disable it when no one's looking, go start yes, it. That's exactly how you have to do it. <laughs> go start it again, uh, get the mission briefing, okay, whatever. Shoot all the people to get the documents. She's standing in front, and then I just... Back, like everyone's looking at her like a, a team, like huddled around. Like they're like, the yeah, we're yeah. the best killers. Yeah, exactly. And I just take a few steps back, press the button. She goes into the car with the battering <laughs> ram, dies like I did before, and then I just kind of walk away. And then everyone's <laughs> like, "Wait, why are you walking away?" And they start shooting me. So then I had to do it all over again, and I just stay with the team the next time. And they're like. Oh, I guess it was an accident. Because there's a we, delay between hitting the... There's a slight delay between hitting the button and it going, right? Like, it's not, like, instantaneous. Yeah. Like, you hit it and you have, like, maybe, what, one or two seconds? You can just, like, slowly back away and just be like, I don't know, it's a mechanical failure. Yeah, so I just went back to my team and I was just like, 
I don't know who did that. I mean, I'm the closest one to it, but it couldn't have been me. Oh, man, you got to run. Looks like someone forgot to turn the safety off. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I guess it's an accident. We're not going to investigate this any further. Like, they just died. And then Two I just, accidents in one day. What a coincidence. Yeah. And then I just walked away and they're like, yeah, that's cool. Go go away. Go back to your base. Change into another costume. And so now you have two out of the four completed. Yes. And so now I'm on to... Um, Penelope Graves. Maybe. Ezra yes. Berg. Penelope, Penelope Graves. Graves. Former Interpol agent. Exactly. And that's the exact one I used. They, I disguised that as a, an Interpol agent uh, with some weird scarecrow um, and uh, apricot uh, tossing. <laughs> uh, I got like a badge. And then I was like, yo, Penelope, meet me out back and I'll tell you something that... That you should know. Hold up. There was an Interpol agent yeah. costume? Yeah. Hold on. What? I would missed that totally. No, no, no. It so, wasn't a costume. So it was a badge. Right. So there's uh, an opportunity where Sean Rose is testing Penelope to see if she's loyal or not. Mm. And so you can overhear some guards talking about it. And they have someone who's going to fake being an Interpol agent. Got it. To see whether she is going to flip or Got whether it. she stays loyal to them. Sean Rose trusts no one is what we're exactly. saying here. Got it. Yeah, so then you take her out back and you tell her and she's like, let me think about this for a second. Now, she's kind of out of the way. People have their back to her pretty far away from her, but there's still people around. So I'm like, well, I mean, this isn't as easy as the other ones. I mean, I couldn't just blame it on an accident. So I try to to kill her with the silenced pistol a couple times and then people find out somehow. And so there's this shed that we initially met in before she walked out and there's like a little square hole in the shed and I look over and I'm like well this is perfect because her head just is right in that square hole so I aim through it I shoot her I go to the outer ring and put my gun away which was something I had to learn (laughs) because I was just walking around with it just like hiding it behind my body everywhere that someone was Mm -hmm. so figured figured out how to put it away put it away eventually it blew over they said Okay, she died. Uh, whoops, number three. Whoops, number three. It wasn't an accident this time. They're like, oh, someone's killing these people. Uh, oh, so the it triggered like a thing saying everyone's dying or is it just her? No, no. Like, like it wasn't like everyone wasn't like, ah, oh, well, someone else died on accident. Like, what's next? Uh, it was like, oh, who did this? Like, where is the person? I'm investigating this area. So when I went out to the outer circle, I just came around the inside or like the the front door and that had all blown over. Now my final kill wasn't actually an opportunity. I just went to that shed where Ezra was before because yeah. I killed both the guards. I hid in that closet inside the shed. And he came there. Wait, yeah, waited for him to come. Oh, he easy, came out. Easy. I knocked him out and then killed him and put him in the closet and I just walked out the front door. Beautiful. Yeah. So after I I killed Ezra, I put him in the closet walked out and then it was like i was walking towards the exit because there was just a bunch of them and then it was like well there's one thing left you need to go into the the cellar of the house mm-hmm. and i was like okay go back to my home base flip flip over to a, a hacker i go into the house i find a crowbar somewhere i don't remember where i found the crowbar it's probably from when you did the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't drop it yeah there you go and uh go to the bottom flip a coin Kill, kill someone again, or not kill? I just subdue. Exactly. Make him go night night. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Put I changed into sleep. his uniform too. Give him just, a nap. 
I, I find like every time I knock someone out, I'm like, I got to take your uniform. I'm sorry, bro. You're going to be naked. <laughs> I don't even need this, but it's mine. Yeah. And then like you just leave like a, a little bag with their uniform on the ground. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that's holding you back from winning a level is you need yeah. Sean Rose's face to get out of the tornado shelter. Yeah, because you finally go to the door that they say to go to. It's like, no, this is needs to be Sean Rose's face. So I go upstairs as a hacker uh, because there is a 3D printer. I find Sean Rose's face. Some I forget. I forget this. How all this shakes so out. So when you go upstairs to like the hacker area, you have access to a three D printer, and you press a little button to three D print if no one's around, and it literally prints out a model of his face. Mission Impossible with, style. Yeah, yeah, which you then use because in order to gain access to that shelter, you need facial recognition. So you just literally lift up his face that's made out of like plastic. Yeah, and it's like welcome, and you just walk right in. Ah, uh, I remember what I did. There was actually two hackers there. I pressed the button. I walked to the other side of the room. The hackers went. They're like, oh, that's weird. And then came back. And then the face was printed. And I just picked it up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Is it the first time in this series? And, and I'm not going to ask Kevin. I'm going to ask the other guys. Because is it the first time where you've been forced down a single path to complete an objective? I think so. I, that, like, to end the mission, yeah. Because usually once you take down targets, it says find any exit to escape. This is the right. first one where you finish all the targets. And it's like, wait, you have to do this linear final way to get out. Like, there's no other way. You don't have to take that exit that's in that room because there are other exits. But it's just the easiest. It's like, why not take that yeah. one? Yeah. But you have to, like, access with Sean Rose's exactly. face. But then you can take another exit? You can. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yep. Cool. So all in all, how did you do? Like, what was your score like? Um, Michael? Mike, would you like to tell tell everyone my score? So a tribe called Kev got two stars. Wow, Ooh. that's pretty good. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Cause okay, like, got me, a total me, score. Me and Jacob usually average like one or zero. <laughs> oh, got two stars for a total score of fifty six thousand five hundred nine points. Yay. And he got no notice kills. Nice, nice. So you you were a hitman, a silent assassin. More or less. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. He was the Barbie doll assassin. I was by the was book. Just trying th- new outfits on all, all day long. <laughs> I feel like I was really by the book. Like anything that they gave me, I was like, yeah, I'll do this. And I'll just follow it through to what you want it to be. And then like, I'll kill him and then leave. And I was so surprised that I'm like, the first time it was an accidental kill. I was surprised that like no one caring because I thought people would care. Yeah. But I think that's very different than the way I went about it. So, Michael, to kick us off, why don't you, like, let everyone know, like, give them a little taste. Like, what was my score like? Jacob, again. Okay. Congratulations. It was a non-zero number. Hey! Can hey, I get some high fives? Cheers. Wow. High there's five. one, there's two, there there's is, three there high fives. Nice what was it? Jacob got a score of 15,501. Okay. Nice. Nice. Not that's zero. numbers. Not zero. The thing that dragged the score down was he got two non-target kills. Uh-huh. Okay. But he did it in 37 minutes. That's still pretty quick. Wow. That's, that's, that's an hour speedy. less than me. Yeah, I so feel like Jacob used the save and reload feature quite a bit. I may have learned how to save scrub in this or, or save scum in this game. I so. think us three, we're like perfecting it now. We, to, to, to bring down our time, we usually just do a lot of saving. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it doesn't count if you go back and... No, because oh. it's just like initial playthrough. So I think, oh, okay. correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but what we initially do is 
when you're about to do something risky, you save. 100%. Exactly. Just to yeah. test to make sure because you're going to get shot or whatever. So it's just to see. I like to live fast and loose. Yeah. I didn't remember to do that until I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to get noticed. Oh, I should have saved. It's because we're traumatized. The first right. couple episodes, we know. Like, okay. <laughs> we just wasted 30 minutes. Let's just. The screwdriver right. learned you cannot throw your screwdriver without consequences in most instances. So <laughs> save first. Yeah. So, How did you do it, Jacob? So I followed a very similar path to Kevin. So I got in, found someone. Um, I actually didn't go through the window, but I actually went around yes. and found someone um, very close to a shovel. Did you climb the wall? Uh, I did not climb the wall. I okay. actually just killed a guy, dragged him back into like a box, hid him, and then went right through um, the window to get into the shelter. Yeah. I had a sniper rifle, and I like I loaded in with one, and I'm like, I'm not going to use this. Why did I even bring a sniper? I'm a silly boy. Um, <laughs> but uh, because you can actually cache a weapon like right at the window. Cool. So I cached the sniper rifle. Yeah, that's for, the item that you smuggle in. Yeah, it was a really dumb plan. So I went in. And the first opportunity I was given was very similar to yours, except you can actually, um, there's an explosive gel mixture that you can mess with for yes, Sean Rose. Yes, I remember yeah. that. I didn't do it, but I was looking for it. Is that the mm-hmm. nitroglycerin? Yes, yes. I think so. Yeah. So what I, Mike smiling and nodding. Uh, so what I ended up doing is I snuck into that part of the facility um, because you need to disguise as an explosives expert. So you need to get that specific uniform and then sneak in to mess with the explosive uh, mixture. So what I did is I got that uniform and then I went where there's two guys that are kind of next to each other looking at a laptop, looking at some nitroglycerin. And so I kind of snuck around and then started using my coins to have them just like, just like go over there for a bit. I just need to like mess with this formula and then, you know, walk away. So did that successfully um, messed with the the explosive gel mixture and walked away. And like I didn't I didn't even think about it. I'm like he gonna die. I learned from Mo with his tuck tuck thing. Like just let it happen. Yeah. You aren't there. Just the murder will happen. Just leave it leave it for later. It's just so trust the process. Yeah, literally, you set Joel up the Embiid. kill. You know it might work, but you just leave it and just kind of wait for the boom to happen. <laughs> So yeah, that's I love I love it I love it. Yep. So I'm learning. So the next person that I went after was Maya Pavardi. So. Got the point man's uniform um, by... He actually goes for a water bottle, right? Like, that's that's one of the ah, things that he does. Him. Yes. So, I poisoned him with a non-lethal poison for once and then drown him in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you can drown people in the toilet? If they're puking in front of a toilet, you have the option to knock him out or drown them. Oh. Jacob's fun. like, why Why not murder more people? Is that his one non-target kill? That's one, one of, of his two. Of his? Yeah, so I, I, you know, I was just really happy. I'm really satisfied. I'm like, this is what it's like to bully people. You know what? This is progress, though. I think the last time you had like five non-target kills. Yeah. You know what, Jacob, if, you, if this was your first mission played, I guarantee you'd see him like that opportunity to drown him, but you would have found a screwdriver and threw it at him. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the game is like, here's two non-screwdriver methods. Yes, and, and I'm like, just like, nah, ah, ah. nah, B, I want to throw my screwdriver because yeah. that's what I'd do. Nice work, man. Thank you. So Jacob, the screwdriver, McCourt. Yeah. I'm, also, I'm the screwdriver. Hello. The, the poison was like right next to his water bottle too. It's like, yeah. well, you're just, you're asking for now something Now you're just leading yeah. me along, <laughs> IO Interactive. Yeah, I oh I can do this myself. Maybe not, but okay. So got the point man's uniform, went inside, and followed your method very much, uh, Kevin, where I went to the car. It took me a few tries to realize and get through it because the first try, I just was too slow because I didn't realize like you have to yep. shotgun because I had the shotgun, Ooh. like shotgun the head of every single person in the ca- in the uh, limousine. Yeah, so I have I'm bad like, aim too. So yeah, so I, Tell I me didn't figure it. that out. So I was like, oh no. At one point, if you, because I 
I raised my gun too early, and if you raise your gun when you're not in the actual military exercise, the guys will tr- will kill you. They're like, he's shooting us, get him! <laughs> so like, that time I had to reload, I was too slow, finally figured it out, and got to the actual door, but didn't have the crowbar on me, so like, I'm reloading and reloading, because I'm not getting this. I finally got it, um, so went through the exercise, but it took me a while to realize that I had to hit a button that was behind, like, the yeah. console to, to kill Maya. So it might have taken me five or six times to get through it. Either I was killed or etc. But I finally did and went to the same method as you where I just hit the button. And I was fine. Like, I just walked away. I actually didn't, like, hang out with the boys. I just, like, walked away. And people were uh. suspicious, but I just, I just left. Because I'm like, I'm not going to keep this costume on. I'm just going to leave. Bye, guys. Uh mm-hmm. Yeah, they noticed me. Uh, maybe it's because I was standing like right, like I was the guy that was just like pressed the button and was like, "Did anyone see me press this button?" I still and my... they're like, "Yes, we see you. We're right there." <laughs> yeah, I still had my finger out. Like, uh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, she just died. And then what happened with me is I decided from there I needed to go in the house. Uh-huh. So uh, there's a there's almost like a train car outside of the house. Where I just by like habit stance walked through it and I'm like, oh, there's like an elite costume in here. Uh-huh. So you can just grab this costume and walk right into the security area. That and happens. is it not in the weirdest position that you're changing outfits? Yep. Because there, there's elite soldiers that are doing shooting drills to one side of you. And then there's uh, another type of elite soldier that's guarding the house yes. that's looking at. And you're just standing in the middle of this open car just like changing outfits. Yeah. And while you're doing that the indicators that people can spot your disguise start lighting up and you're like, Oh my God, what the, what the heck? Like I'm going to have to change so fast. Don't look at my underwear. And then you just strategically move through. Mm -hmm. And so what happened is when I got into the house, it just so happened that both my final two kills. So Ezra and Penelope were meeting in front of the house. Oh, what? Yeah. So there's, there's a point where they actually, they actually meet in front of the house. So I tried multiple things. There's a lawnmower right in front of the house. So I'm like, maybe I can screwdriver this lawnmower. I didn't get it to work because they were like, Hey, what are you doing? Why are you doing that to the lawnmower? It'd be like the happening where they just like, it's a random lawnmower just going out by itself and it just runs over people. Yep. Mower of lawns is ah. going to get us. That didn't work. Oh, okay. I also tried to like quickly like kill them both because I'm like, let me try this. Like Try the mow method where I just walk up and just murder them both. That also didn't work because there are too many guards around. Like You can't do that yourself. Yeah. So I, I let myself like... I let myself be the handcrafted killer. Like I, I imbued him. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to be better. Just, so I just let them do their own thing. I just uh-huh. said, I'm going to let them go about because um, what Ezra does is Ezra then goes in the basement and Penelope goes in the house. So what I did is I went in the basement first. Um, did you go through the house to get to the basement or did you take the this the side entrance? So I ended up going through the house, but I quickly realized that there was also an outside entrance as well. So what? I go in there and Ezra is in there interrogating someone. At the same time, he's got one guard in the basement with him. So what I ended up doing is I went in the basement and I ended up, I wasn't thinking. Like I I literally was not, I was not thinking. So I had a sharp object. I don't, I may or may not know what it was. Um, And I murdered. I'm guessing that it was a screwdriver. I was, it was a screwdriver. And I murdered the guard that was there and put, it was an accident. I got caught up in the moment Uh and I put him in like one of the storage sheds that was, or like one of those like the little bunker chests, the little bunker chests right by the door. And then I just waited till Ezra came out and I just murdered him too. (laughs) 
artistic. Like there was wow. no finesse to it at all. I'm yeah. like opportunity. Up. <laughs> but it was unnoticed, was it not? That would be considered an unnoticed kill. It's an assassin. Was, yeah. Now this has got me thinking. Was there an opportunity to kill? Ezra. Yes. Yes. Sir. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm just, I just don't you. know what they were because I, I didn't understand what the interrogation was all about, and uh-huh. I, I didn't have the time or patience to be like, "What's going on with this interrogation?" I don't know. Blah. Yeah. You did stumble across one of the opportunities to kill him, which is with the lawnmower. I did because he crosses the path of the lawnmower, and then it'll. That isn't like an opportunity per se, but it is a good opportunity to kill him. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it is an outlined opportunity oh, in the is game. It? Yeah. No, I didn't get that as an opportunity in the game. Right. I just saw like ooh lawnmower right in front of this path. I believe so you started yeah. stabbing it with your with my screwdriver. screwdriver. <laughs> so the final thing that you have to do in my playthrough is kill Penelope. So I I walk through the house and like try to look at her path, and because she walks outside too. And I, I just couldn't figure out a good way to get her. So I waited until she was alone in the family room and I pulled out my silence pistol oh and gosh, murdered her in the face. <laughs> and then ran to the basement. And then I ran to the basement because there was no one in there. And that's how I killed Penelope. Like there was no finesse. I just so literally. It was in bleh, the house. In Inside the house I murdered and her with a gun. And you still needed to get his face to get Yeah. So I went down in the basement and just waited till things chilled out. <laughs> And thankfully, there was another, um, there, was there another costume? A hacker or a security? What I love about Jacob's playthrough is that in in Jacob's Hitman universe, like, despite having this reputation of just being, like, an amazing, like, you know, leopard that is never seen, but you only see the results of, in his universe... He's just walking into rooms with people, pulling out a pistol, popping one in the back of the head, and then running and crawling and hiding in the basement. Yeah, that's me. But still has the reputation of being like, he's a ghost. Yeah. No one's ever seen him. The news story would be like this crazy assassin, unseen. There are untouched. no news stories because he's so good. People are just drop dead and everyone's suspecting so much crazy he's, stuff, but literally it's like... She's murdered with a bullet in her brain. What happened? Don't know. So, like you, Kev, I realized... And, and that was what was deceiving is that like... I didn't love how the they almost threw you for a loop because usually I like to plan things out so that when I descend into like craziness, I at least can plan my escape. But here it's like, oh, by the way, you need to go into the tornado shelter. So I ended up going upstairs, much like you, yeah. kind of hit the 3D printer, walked around, made sure that the guys were like not looking, and then I went back and grabbed the face, went downstairs, which triggered a cutscene. Um, that you know tells you the conspiracy that's happening. A lot of uh, yarn on on a corkboard. Exactly, you get to explore together. and say like, yeah. "Oh, this is all tied together. It's all a conspiracy." And then you kind of leave, figuring Soders. out what your last Soders is a bad, bad man. It's interesting because Soders is the reason we're on this mission. Mm-hmm. Well, who wants to go next? That was my playthrough. It was very Jacobesque. Yeah. So typically, typically this would be where Mo goes, but. No. This week. What? No. This week, Mo has beaten me by what? a total of 6,000 points. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Mo had a score of 127,000. Wow. And 34 points. Wow. Was that double me? Four out of five stars. That was more ten, t- that was more ten times to more be, than to me. To be fair, yeah. though, I, I played this game originally like six months ago. So this was, I generally remembered like the characters... Um, 
and I approached it almost the same way. So there, I, was, I was pretty much more efficient. Whereas before, I spent almost the same, probably the same time as you, Kev, where I like had to like troubleshoot, troubleshoot, kill, kill, kill. Yeah. And I originally probably had a score similar to my first playthrough, but now I kind of knew where every target was, and I kind of knew of some certain like situations. Oh, okay. The killer thing with Mo's playthrough, and the reason he creamed me this week, is that his total playtime was 20 minutes and 26 seconds. Oh, my God. Wow. This was finally executed, my man. To use a term that Michael used in our last episode, it was an artisanal playthrough. <laughs> so that's with all your saves and then like restarting with your yeah, saves. Yes, so, so very how much, efficient. Like point A to point B, point A to point B. How much time do you think you actually spent on this On this. To mission? be honest, probably... Oh, like initial playthrough, probably like two or three hours. Okay. This playthrough was maybe like... 30 minutes the only time i repeated it was i just had to get it the the accident scene that you went through with the limousine and the battlegram i had to play that like maybe two or three saves just to get a certain thing set up um but anyways so mo you absolutely crushed this this level yeah more or less so you go first okay so yeah like i said initially i had a similar playthrough probably to kev little pieces of Jacob as well. Um, but when I dropped into the mission, I knew I had to get some kind of high security outfit. That was the kind of goal because I wanted to be able to move, move around freely. Priority so, number one. Exactly. So I jumped through that window. I went into that little bomb area where like there's a bunch of people and there was a one situation where I could kind of sneak through the barn and I could lure a guy in by turning on a radio. So I turned on like a music radio and they're like, oh, what's going on? Guy trots <laughs> his way along. I see him. I choke him out. I don't kill him. Because I'm summoning the energy of the handcrafted killer, Michael You're the Ruflo. artisanal. I am not killing anyone artisanal but targets. Kills. Targets go down, non-targets. They move on with their lives. <laughs> they do whatever they need to do. So yeah, turn on the radio. They tell the stories of the artisanal killer. Exactly. No, Panera they, bread, boys. They don't. They just know they were there. They don't know the story. But anyway, so I take them down, and now I have the uniform of like an ex- the guy who's able to enter the explosives area. Um, and more or less, you're able to navigate everywhere outside except for like the barn where the accident is happening and the big house. Those are the only places you can go to. So the inner circle of the outdoors, I'm able to kind of patrol through. That's what I've accomplished so far. I remember playing this before and finding the hitman, uh, sorry, the point man Berg and having his situation. So I said, you know what? Let me see if I can do, kill um, uh, the Penelope. No. Penelope Grapes? No, no, the other Maya one. Maya Parvati? My Parvati. I'm like, I, I know I'm gonna, I want to do that accident scene before because I kind of did it before in my initial playthrough, but I wanted to like, do a little bit better. So I go find the point man and I watch his kind of pattern in walking and I remember him like limping and going into a bathroom, blah, blah, blah. And as I'm walking around, I see rat poison and then he sits on a couch and kind of hunkers over and like is like chilling out. And just around the TV, there's also like poison pills death poison pills uh, uh, so I'm like oh these are two great things the rat poison and the death poison I'm like okay I don't want to kill anyone except for targets so with him I poison his water bottle that he eventually goes to drink out of drinks the water and it's like uh, uh, goes into that bathroom that Kevin made his home base yeah. <laughs> that's why I knew about it <laughs> yeah. as soon as he goes in there he's like puking over and it says drown him or subdue him don't like, do it don't do it not drowning I'm only killing <laughs> targets. Give me, yeah. yeah, there you go. So uh, I eventually, I kind of like choke him. Actually, I do the punches. I like the punch sequence. It's so satisfying. <laughs> it's like a punch in the face, punch in the gut, and he falls down and I kick him or something. Yeah. And he's out cold. And that bathroom, no one really goes to. It's just like his bathroom. So I, I mean, it's essentially an outhouse. So like, why would you on your break decide, I'm going to go to the really disgusting bathroom? Well, it always has an occupied sign on it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I get the appointment outfit and I have the, the thing saying, hey, go to the scene or whatever to go start the accident situation. 
Um, so I grab his uniform and I start walking out. Remember, I have this death pill thing. So I'm walking around and I'm like, I remember Penelope patrolling all around the place and eventually going to a greenhouse. And that's when you kind of talk to her. If you do something, I'm like, she's probably going to go there again. If she doesn't, whatever. So I drop the pills in this greenhouse that has a water bottle. I'm like, she might go there. She might not. She that's does. a little risky because you don't want to kill anyone else. Mm-hmm. You yeah, don't know if that's anyone else's I, bottle. I, I do. I summon the power of Michael Ruffalo, but at the same time, the inner Mo Demo Mertati uh, is coming out. I was like, if I take something out. Playing fast loose. Yeah. A little risky. But I remembered her going in there. I'm like, there's like an 85% chance. I don't know where I got that number from. <laughs> an 85% chance. There's a 15% chance that she... Yeah, you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah, so I, I walk in there. I have the point man's uniform, and there is a security guy in this little greenhouse. But he kind of like goes to sleep, sort of. So you have to wait for him to go to sleep. I drop the poison pill into the water bottle, and I was like, you know what? If it doesn't work out, I'll get to her eventually because I remember her being a little bit easier to take out because she's patrolling the outside a lot. Yeah. So I move over to that barn, and she, that's when they say, "Hey, you have to sit down and watch the simulation. We're going to do this run through." And she calls up Homeboy, the CEO executive from Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Homeboy, Sean Rose. Yes, she calls him up. She's like, "Hey, we're about to do the simulation." Homeboy, Sean Rose. Yeah, come come watch it. Blah blah blah. So I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I get re- before that even started though. I because this is where I did the scraping. You have to turn off like the safety or whatever on the actual machine. Yep. Yeah. So I did as soon as she said, "Come watch like the simulation playthrough on that big screen TV." Everyone left, and that's when I turned off the uh, the safety switch on it. So go watch, and we're all set up. And I luckily I know I'm the only one on mouse and keyboard on PC. You guys are playing on Xbox, so yep. like the aim was spot on. Took each guy's head out, popped open the crowbar, took him out. And then she's upset. She's like, oh, that's terrible. You guys have to be way faster. But homeboy, the CEO exec, Sean Rose, he's like, what are you talking about? Your point man was spotless because my time was quick. <laughs> so he's like, this is fine. And he gets in position of the Ram too. No way. No, no way. way. If you wait like five seconds while she's like ripping you out and say, he's terrible. He's like, no, he's fine. He goes in there, press the button. Two targets killed at once. Wow. Oh my god! Wow. Achievements are lighting up my screen. <laughs> bam, bam, bam! Unnoticed kill, accident kill. Uh, all this, like literally, like nonstop, like bang, bang, bang. You did so many things. Two birds with one batter. I'll make ran. it even better. <laughs> like ten seconds before I press the button, unnoticed kill. The pill kills Penelope. No, no way. So literally, so I get that, and then I like I press the button. Two kills at once. Only one guy with a mask on. Game over. Come on, let's go. So I baller I, time. Holy yeah. Cow. So those those guys are toast. And I literally I did the same thing as uh, Jacob. I just walked away as soon as I pressed the button or whatever. And uh, I remember there was like a poison pill in the barn too, just from previous playthrough. So I went and grabbed it just in case I needed it for uh, Ezra. So I walk over to the little shed where Ezra is like walking up and he has like the camera set up and all of that. Yeah. There's a security guard that's sitting outside in the window. I was like, oh, I might need him to go like in the building because maybe Ezra walks over there. I didn't know how I was going to take down Ezra because I remember him being re- like really tricky for me initially. So I choke the guy out and I put him in his little bin and I take his uniform. Not really. In his not, bin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bin like right next to like yeah, the window. Yeah, it's his. So it was meant for him. That's where he goes night-night. <laughs> So no, so I, I, I choked him out or whatever, and I was like, I don't know if I need this, but whatever, I'll have an extra uniform. So I, I, I knock him out and I put him in there, and uh, I do the same thing. I turn off the power grid or whatever, the breaker, yeah, yeah. While Ezra's in there with a, like an elite security guard who can spot me if I was dressed as anything, mm-hmm. so I just turned off the machine or whatever, and I walked around the corner because I knew they were gonna come check it out. Ezra walks over there and he's like, 
why is there a weapon here? Because I took down that one guard. Right. He's like, there's a weapon. So he goes and tells the security guard. He's like, get rid of this weapon. Like, what's going on? Oh, so no. he goes and he's like, okay, I'll get it. As he picks it up to get the weapon and starts like walking away, it's just Ezra at this light. Now, pause for a second. I am not going to commit a Jacob McCoy and just knock him out, kill him right there. <laughs> what I did. But he's right there. You can just murder yeah, him. Alone. But we're outside. My thing is, I knew if I killed him right then and there, everyone's going to see it. So he's like, he walks up to the grid thing. He's like, oh, this is easy to fix. I can fix anything. I think almost word for word. He's like, this is so easy. He fixes the switch and walks back into that little shed. And I follow right behind him. And I, Michael Ruffalo taught us this early on. You can enter this mission with different ways i don't know if you guys remember but i mentioned i'm gonna try doing lethal syringe style yes so you can bring in a kevin kev's looking at me like crazy so what? you can bring in like different types of weapons okay um, you change your loadout yeah yeah i went with standard yeah I did that. I did that <laughs> what a noob I well that. i don't think i had anything else to it's do. almost like it's the first episode you're playing yeah <laughs> I, think, I think you still do have like other options one of them is the lethal syringe so he goes and like stands like uh, in front of his little desk where he has a bunch of computers and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, like injection right into the leg or whatever they inject him in. And he just drops unnoticed kill, put him in a closet, grab every key, every like, there's a bunch of pills in there too mm-hmm. that you can use to like murder people. <laughs> so I grabbed everything in that little shed and I basement key. And then I walked into the main ah. building. I had, I can't remember if I had the point man's uniform or an elite soldier's uniform. One of the two, um, one of the two that was able to get me to just walk right into the, like the front door or whatever. Yeah. I walk upstairs and I remember the 3D printing sequence or whatever. So I go press the button, get the 3D printer. No one's batting an eye because I'm a security guard that's supposed to be in there. I also had the basement key. So I didn't even have to pry open that basement door. I just used the key, walked wow. downstairs, lifted up the face. The face said, okay, you're welcome in. Walked in, scanned all the interactables. Mission complete, four out of five stars, 127,000. Wow. Wow. What is a five out of five star then? I think one of the things is I think uh, I didn't get the recording. So I might have been mm. caught on camera somewhere. Um, no, you have no recordings. Oh, so yeah, they didn't see me. Um, Maybe you could do it faster. <laughs> Maybe they all how. walk in front of the battering ram. I think, ram I, think at one I missed point. one thing, but I'm, I'm going to pull up. Mo, my you score. have no notice kills, no uh, no bodies, and no recordings. But it says so, 127,000 points. I know what I missed. It says never spotted, and I have a zero. Right, so because if, you like punching people. Oh yeah, that might have been it. If you didn't punch him, you would have been fine. Yeah. Oh. So initially, the point man when I went into the bathroom because I really like that sequence. I could have like knocked him out while he was at the toilet, but I just like punched him, punched him. Uh, so when he him. wakes up, he'll be like, "Hey, who was that bald guy that punched me in the face?" <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so he has I a barcode on the. So back I had of the head. chance, but I guess I didn't, and that was it. I, but once I finished that, like you know, when you finish the mission, it summarizes everything. I swear, I probably unlocked every possible unlockable for that mission because it just went like non-stop for a good 10 seconds. Isn't that like, such a good feeling? Oh my gosh. And I was like, it's going to be a crazy score. It's going to be a crazy score. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited to talk about it. Bam, 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 bam. And then it's like four out of five. I'm like, ah, dopamine. No, I'm, I'm handing the crown over. No, I'm just renting it. I'm just No, no, this is yours. This, this is yours. You, you, that was an amazing story. I try my best. Holy cow. I've, I was inspired by the handcrafted killer. Michael Ruffalo. You, you are the new handcrafted killer. We are up. All right. So like all of you, I, I killed Maya Parvati using that same same method. But I approach this method, I think, in the same way I do most, which is uh, I, I load it in and I was like, well, let me just take a walk around. So instead of hopping through the window, which was obvious because that's where my smuggled sniper rifle was, I which, Jacob, by the way, 
the sniper rifle you can use if you go up to the the water tower. Yeah, so if you do the patient zero additional DLC, you there's a sniper version of Colorado where they actually just put you in the sniper tower and they're like murder one person and anyone that's sick. So if you want to see that for sure, do the patient zero additional um, downloadable content yep. and you can just go right up in the tower go right away. Uh, yeah. So uh, what I ended up doing was I think similar to Jacob, I. Uh, found one of the guys in the perimeter, knocked him out, took his uniform, tucked him, tucked him good night in his little bunker, and then just continued to walk around the perimeter instead of hopping through a window. Mm. And I got a good overview of what the whole level looked like from the outside, from the outer ring. And then I hopped in next to um, next to where the the two guys are talking from the inside of the house and the window um, with his little bunker right there. Yeah. And I listened to them talk for a long time. And I took this level pretty pretty easily. Um, and, and so I walked around. And, you know, you, one of the, I think, odd things about this is the targets in this mission are just walking around constantly. Mm-hmm. They're constantly hanging out. And your your handler is constantly feeding you information on them. And so I, I think Ezra Berg is the first one that I stumbled across. And I realized, okay, okay, like... I found found the outfit I need to wear and I can tell he's going into this basement. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I brought in my loadout was a lockpick and I had lucked out because all of the guards that were guarding the house had turned their back on the little ramp that goes up to the house. Mm-hmm. And this is after walking around the whole thing, picking up a million screwdrivers, wrenches, uh, crowbars, everything under the sun. So I, I go into the basement, I pick the lock, I get inside, I see that there's a soldier there. I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I can knock him out. And so I wait, I knock him out, and I'm like, damn, where do I hide the body? Oh no, Ezra Berg's in here already. I was like, oh, okay, damn it, I have to save scum this. So I do it again, I knock him out, and I realize that there's a little bunker there, just, just ready for him to be tucked into. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I tuck him in, and I'm like, damn, Ezra Berg's going to come through here soon. Where do I hide? Yep. And... So I try hiding behind this thing or behind that thing and none of it works. And I was like, okay, save scum. I'm just going to hide in with the body. And so I'm hiding with the you body in the that? bunker. Yeah, you can. Oh. Yeah, it's just you and a naked body in a You can fit bunker. two bodies in every <laughs> closet or crate. And can you hide in there with two bodies? No, you cannot. No, <laughs> okay. it's full. If you if you uh, knock out three people and try to put them in, no, no. it won't work. But can you hide in there no. with two bodies? No, no, no. no. Gotcha. Hitman math says two bodies. <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter if they're alive or dead. Gotcha. Two bodies only. And two bodies should be in, in every closet or chest. Mm-hmm. The rule of Kev. <laughs> the rule of Kev. <laughs> so um, I, I end up um, realizing I can knock out Ezra Burke. I'm like, okay, knock him out. Um, and then I'm like, damn, like, I I realized that along the way I had killed someone. So I'm like, okay, someone I thought I knocked out, I actually snapped their neck and I have a non-target kill and that is not acceptable for a handcrafted Michael. killer. It was, it was, Michael. it was part of hiding, hiding the body, you know, when you drag it and sometimes it's, you know, it's got all of the different things. I hit the wrong button. I'm like, okay, I'm starting this from scratch. I do the same walk around and this time i'm like okay ezra berg seems easy i've done this already i know how to do it let me take care of sean rose because he's the big bad of this mission he's got to be the toughest he's yep. the leader silicon valley ceo get, 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 khaki get boy khaki boy sean anyway so i'm walking around 
and I'm picking up intel on everyone. I'm just picking up opportunities left and right. And I realized like, oh, he loves explosions. There's this nitroglycerin just sitting here. Let me wear um, the elite soldier's outfit and go pick up the nitroglycerin. And there's a guy standing there. I'm like, and I go to pick it up and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, damn, okay. Like, what if I'm wearing the def- demolitions guy? So I sneak into the lem- demolition side knock out one of the dudes, wear his uniform, go up, pick up the nitroglycerin. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, come on, man. I'm supposed to be touching this stuff. I'm the demo guy. Yeah. And so, okay, I'm frustrated. You're struggling hard with this You know, look, I wanted wanted the perfect playthrough. Right. Can I make a comment about this mission that hasn't been made yet? This is my least favorite mission in the whole game. It is. Why? Well, because I find Hitman is the best when it's like a real world scenario that you just kind of have to maneuver around and work within. So like love Paris, love Sapienza, like I love... uh, You like killing people in public. I do. I like doing it in a real public scenario. Right. Just throwing screwdrivers out there. Exactly. So I can just like throw... I'm a mechanic. I'm throwing a screwdriver. Kobe! But (laughs) this one was a hostile territory and I I don't think I loved it. That's why. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it because it was... I think the hardest of all of them. Right. And maybe that's why I the like most it. satisfaction of getting it right. Mm-hmm. And to me, to me, it was the hardest and the easiest <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I've only played one. So I, um, realized that, okay, I just need to find a way to draw this guy out. And I realized there's a generator right around the corner. So I go to the generator. I turn it off with one of the hundred screwdrivers that I've picked up at this point. He's alerted and he comes over and I just do a Benny Hill, walk around the other side, pick up the nitroglycerin. And by the time he turns the generator back on, I'm out of there with the nitroglycerin. I sneak back over into the demo side, avoid everyone who can detect my disguise, set up all the explosions leave it for Sean Rose and walk away mm-hmm. because you you get the intel that he's going to go and do some testing ahead of time. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, now the next target is going to be for me, Ezra Burke, because I'm yep. going to get into the house and it's going to be easy. And so I go into the house. I uh, sneak into the basement, pick the lock on the door, knock out the guard, tuck him in the, tuck him in the little bunker, hide in the bunker, wait for, I think I actually overdosed the, person that he's waiting for yep and i felt really bad about it because i'm like i don't know this guy's story i actually think he's a good guy i think he's an interpol agent Mm -hmm. that you know we shouldn't (laughs) be killing but i end up overdosing him and uh i hide in the bunker and i wait for him to go through his whole dialogue i get opportunity completed i'm like okay now i can now i can take him out yep i sneak up behind him i you know stab him with a syringe um because i thought there was some irony in like you know he ends up torturing people with chemicals i'm gonna give kill him, him a chemicals. dose of his own medicine yeah hey. <laughs> also he is the creepiest of them all just casually walking around the whole time with this plastic mask yeah yeah i mean he looks like he was pulled directly from we happy few yes i it's kind of i guess what you should expect from like a Mossad agent who's torturing people ironically the mask is of uh sean rose i'm just <laughs> kidding it's not, you know, no it's just a way pretty good and so i i realized that there's this there's this in this basement next to the dead guy and the two people in the bunker. There's a door with like a security scanner. I'm like, you know, what's perfect right next to here is a breaker. So if I just cut off the power, I should be able to get through this door. And so I'm, I cut off the power and I go to the door and you cannot get through. And that oh, frustrated me. Okay. So I was like, damn, okay, maybe I need to drag Sean Rose's body from the other side of the map to the door here. <laughs> And just put up his head. Yeah. 
This is the dead Sean. But Rose. before I realized that, I was like, oh, maybe I can use Ezra Berg's head to do this. So there was a period where I'm dragging Ezra Berg's body <laughs> back and forth in front of this door. Like, just, and just like, how do I prop him up? It was like a weekend at Bernie's moment yeah. where I'm trying to figure out how to play this dead body as alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, that's not the right way. There's another way to do this. And I'm like, oh, I'll get to that in due time. So I walk up the stairs into the house and I realize, oh, Penelope Graves is in this house and she's meeting with some of the hackers and, you know, looking at the screen and she's clearly not happy. And so I, I sneak around and as she's leaving the house, um, I realize there's no one in this room. It's in the front room of the house and there's a closet right there. So I just end up choking her out in the lobby of the uh, lobby of the house with all these people around. What? Yeah. Aren't well, there guards? Near there's the front no door? one there. And that's what happened with me too is that like you there's an instance where there's no one directly watching. Yes. So if you're quick and you're like precise, you can just kill her and then like surgically executed. Exactly. Yeah. Handcraft that kill. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So within a matter of like 5 minutes, I've knocked out um I've knocked out Sean Sean Rose. Or you've you've killed. Yeah, right? sorry. Killed Sean Rose. I've killed uh, Ezra Berg. And I've killed Penelope Graves. Mm-hmm. All within like a matter of minutes. Wow. Of each other. And, so uh, Maya Pavardi is the only one left. Maya, yeah. And so I put, I put what's-her-face Penelope Graves in the closet. Uh, because, you know, I want no notice kills. I want no bodies found. And I walk upstairs in the house just to, just to explore. You know, just to see what's around. Mm-hmm. And I see the 3D printer and I hit print and I'm like, I got to get out of here because these hackers don't like me around. And, um, you know, I wait for it to finish and I realize, oh, on the other side of this is a computer with a guard, an elite soldier. And that's where all the recordings are. Oh, nice. So I wait for I wait for him to turn his back because from where he's at, the hackers can look into the room. And so I'm waiting for the moment where. His, he's looking at the computer and the hackers have turned around and I choke him out and thankfully there's a closet right behind him. I tuck him in the closet. I walk up to the computer, delete all the recordings. Wow. Circle back, grab the mask. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to rumble. And so Maya Parvati, I thought was going to be much easier, but boy, I had the exact same problems you did. I, um, I end up doing the obvious one of, you know, the battering ram. Yep. Um, and I had my sequence correct mm-hmm. the vast majority of the time. I, as soon as I talk to her, I walk into the barn and everyone starts heading for the screen. I turn the safety off the battering ram. I walk over. I listen to the briefing. I go to the ammo table. I pick the gun that I want. I get load up on ammo, grab an extra crowbar, walk over to the area, run the drill. But for some reason, this one guy is always suspicious of me. Mm. And it, I'm not aiming at anyone. I haven't done anything except be there. Right. <laughs> and so, Your presence makes him uneasy. Exactly. Yeah. It's maybe because I've been knocking out elite members of his platoon. Yeah. And so I just end up safe coming until he's no longer suspicious of me. I run through the drill. I wait until Maya's in front of the batting ram. I hit it. I'm like, fantastic. Perfect. Perfect. I've got my disguise. I walk into the house. I go into the basement, scan the face. Get in, scan the wall, all done. I completed it within, let's see, total runtime, 54 minutes. Despite knocking out all the targets within probably a 10-minute window, 
it took me almost an hour because I spent so much time walking around the perimeter and getting the lay of the and land. And instead of starting over, you decided to commit to this. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And uh, yeah, I, I felt so much satisfaction uh, having having done it that way. And I realized there's so many other interesting ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, there is and there isn't, right? Because usually in a level, there's two targets, right? And with the two targets, that means you have just that many more opportunities to kill those two, like opportunities within the game yeah. baked in that you can use. But since there's four targets, that means that there's probably only, and I don't know this for a fact, but there are less opportunities per target because there are so many more targets. There might not be as many. I, I don't know for sure, but there are definitely a lot of ways to kill Maya Parvati. Mm-hmm. You can uh, drop a car on her face. Um, what? Yeah. So she's upset with the mechanic. If you don't, if you don't remember, so if you're wearing the mechanic's outfit, you can convince her to go and check out the car. Mm-hmm. She'll stand underneath it, and you can hit the button, and it'll drop on her. Oh boy, um, that's fun. Yeah, you can. I believe there's a moment where Maya Parvati, Penelope Graves, and Sean Rose all meet up, mm-hmm. and you can kill three birds with one stone wow um there there are a lot of ways to to kill them individually um and what i liked about this level is there are clearly so many ways to do it um one of my favorite things to do after a mission is look through all of the different ways that you can complete it yeah i did that too this morning and i found the nitroglycerin which was pretty cool because i was just walking around and it was like well first it was like body found and then it was like Unnoticed kill. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, what was really satisfying to me is each episode has that same kill where you do it like classic Hitman style where you just walk up, silence pistol, and kill them because you get like, um, I think, I don't know if it's a, not an opportunity, but a, not a, what are the different, there are like four different. Yeah, like a skill or something. Yeah, like there's yeah. like one that's just like classic Hitman, just walk up, pistol, kill the face. Mm-hmm. So like I got. It's your one, favorite. It's, well, I got one for finally, like <laughs> did it. So there's also that option. Yeah. Yeah. Also, another thing that I realized after you guys were telling the same story about hitting uh, people with the uh, battering ram and it being easy for you guys, I realized that I was, you can run and no one will think you're yeah. suspicious. <laughs> like, which that's, is a little odd. Yeah, which is a little odd. Like someone dies. Well, why don't we just look at the one person who's running? Who's <laughs> the... sprinting away. Yeah. Because I was, I think that's where you guys just ran away. I actually I think didn't. I walked. I role played. I walk away. Ah. Oh. Yeah. For me, like I actually role play this game and I don't role play many. Hmm. Okay. So, so I, I maybe wanna... maybe I was just like very suspicious. I live out the character when I play it. <laughs> you live out your version of <laughs> yes. the character. I want I I want the narrative of Agent forty seven, the ghost that is his results are seen but never heard. No one knows that it's it's actually foul play at hand unless yeah. you're in the know. Um, I want that to be true for my playthroughs. You better hope that Mike doesn't take uh, too long to do this and, and has to go back like the next day because that whole day he's just Agent 47. <laughs> you don't want to see him. He'll start throwing screwdrivers at you trying to kill you. No, that's my version of 47. Oh, okay. Yeah, he kept he kept luring me into a corner at, like at a bar and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why, why, are, why are we over here in this just, dark just, corner? Just turn your back, Mika. Let me throw this coin at the back of your head. You just start chucking loonies behind them like Kevin why don't you turn around why don't you turn around Kev? and that's the moment when people realize this is a Canadian podcast <laughs> and so I ended that mission with four stars 121,000 I believe uh, points and uh, no recordings no notice kills no bodies um, yeah so, I, so the time hurt you in this one the time hurt me and uh, yeah 
I, you know, there, there are probably more opportunities to be discovered, uh, more things to be found. I, I probably could have stacked more opportunities to complete, mm-hmm. to kill them all. And stack more bodies in crates. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, always. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I love this mission. And, I th- you know, we've talked about how you, you and Mo specifically don't come to Hitman for the story. But I love the cinematics between each mission mm-hmm. and the narrative that they build. Um, Do you find the stories very backloaded? Because I found like they, they brought a lot in the last like two or three missions. Well, I feel like you start to understand who all these characters are and how everything's fitting together mm-hmm. at the end. Um, but I do like that they, you know, give you these elements and they don't give you the answers up front and they start giving you more answers that develop. So at the end of this mission, there's a cutscene where the big bad, the guy who's been killing people throughout and setting up these missions for you, um, has a sniper scope on agent 47 and he's watching him do this whole mission and you come to find out that, you know, he knows you and you probably come from the same place Mm -hmm. and there's a relationship there and, uh, and he has the opportunity to snipe you and he doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Because what what I love about this game is canonically it is a sequel to Hitman Absolution, Uh but you do not need to, because of the way it's cut, you train and then it skips forward. You actually don't need to play any other Hitman game, which, like to me, is it's not a real reboot, but it's a soft reboot, and I really appreciate that. Given that, like, Hitman has always had a high barrier to entry to me, and like this is the first time where I've been like, okay, I might be able to do this, and I really appreciate the way they did mm-hmm. that. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know the story because I hadn't played the first four, but I kind of got it from what they were saying at the end. Um just a couple things that I, I caught on. I don't know if you guys mentioned this in the previous ones. I didn't listen to the previous podcast because I didn't want any tips or tricks. I just kind of friend are you, Kev? I'm going to. Um, <laughs> okay, I just haven't. I just wanted to go into this game like fresh. Right, right. It was strategic. Kidding. Exactly. You just and then like backlog. So uh, I caught on that someone betrayed you or whatever, and there was this organization called Iago. I don't know if you mentioned this before. Iago? Othello? If you remember Othello. Oh, yes. He was the guy who betrayed everyone. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Classic Shakespeare. Yeah. Shakespeare? Yeah, Yeah, or Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Sorry for derailing this. I just thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. The one mission I played, the guy (laughs) backstabs you. Uh, And Iago is the corporation yeah very good good connection no sorry and that was our hitman playthrough we have gone through five episodes we have one episode to go and that will come next week when we go to hokkaido japan hideki matsui (laughs) don't say that (laughs) it should be a great playthrough if you love this show and you want to meet some like-minded folks we've got a discord channel so if you want to go to leftbehindgame.club you can join our discord channel talk about some great games talk about game deals and talk about some stuff that may be off topic. Talk about some news of a new Hitman game and, and how it ties into Hitman 1. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of cool stuff happening there. It's a great place to find us. Jacob, where can the people find you at? You can find me on the internet at Jacob McCord or at JacobMcCord.com. Mo, where can pe- the people find you at? You can find me at emritati.com or at emritati, all social media platforms. Kev, where can the people find you at? Can't really find me, but on Xbox. You're a ghost online. Yes, exactly. Like in the game. <laughs> you can find me at, I guess, A Tribe Called Kev on Xbox. Because you have great taste in music. Yeah, sure. And you can find me at michaelruflo.com or RufaloM on most social places online. And that, my friends, is one less episode left behind. Mm-hmm.